You're listening to the 144th edition of the Bitochen Podcast. We're studying together Psokim Chafav and Chafbez in chapter 33 of Tehillim of Psalms. In Hashem will our hearts rejoice because we trusted in His holy name. May the kindness of Hashem be with us, corresponding to how much we have trusted in Him. So we're in the middle of discussing this idea that the way that Hashem interacts with us corresponds to how much bitachon we have in Him. He brings here the Divrei Sho'ul, which says, it's already known that Hashem has two ways of interacting with us. One is a natural way of interacting, and one is a miraculous way. When Hashem interacts with His tzaddikim, with the righteous individuals, who we all would like to be like them, like we say in our tzaddikim, in regards to the righteous, give good reward to all those who trust in your name in truth. We want to be like them, right? So we want to be like the righteous. Maybe we're not yet righteous. Maybe we'll never be righteous, but we want to be like them. We want to be in their company. So those who are righteous... As we say in Allah Tzadikim, they have, they have extra bitachim, they have HaKadosh Baruch who deals with them in a supernatural way. The earlier generations, they used to give themselves over to sanctify God's name, which means things were tough, things were hard, Maybe even their their lives were on the line, but no matter what, they were willing to do the difficult thing in order to serve Hashem properly. So because of that, because of their commitment, because of their self-sacrifice, they merited to have miracles occur for them. The Rajva explains there, The so we find this idea already in the Rishonim. But it's the Gemara. Really, it's already from the time of the Gemara. That according to how we interact with Hashem, according to how we trust in Hashem, according to how much we're willing to sacrifice for what we know is right, the Shefa of Hashem, the influx, the divine influx, comes down upon us. If I act in a natural way, meaning I just say, look, this is my nature, I, I, I can't overcome it. This is how things are. If I go with Teva, if I go with nature, Hashem gives me over to Teva. I, the, the way that Hashem interacts with me is with nature, in a natural way. When a person acts, in a supernatural way with Hashem, HaKadosh Baruch Hu Mestagimoi, Anagonisius. Hashem also interacts with him with a miraculous interaction. V'lachen kamoi, the Muslim Nashim HaKadosh Hashem, and therefore the earlier generations who were willing to sacrifice themselves to do that which was right, 
to sanctify God's name, Hashem also interacted with them this way, in a miraculous way. Meaning when we go past, be above and beyond what we are comfortable with, we move out of our comfort zone in our service of Hashem, Hashem also goes above and beyond for us. And that, in my opinion, is what the verse says, our Pasuk, Hashem's kindness will be upon us based on how much we have yearned for Him, based on how much we had bitachan in Him, how much we trusted in Him. So, it's very interesting because the Divrei Shaul is basically saying that bitachan is synonymous with being willing to sacrifice for God's name. If I'm trusting in Hashem, it means that I'm not going necessarily with the more natural way of being. I'm going with the supernatural. I'm interested in the supernatural. Now he brings him a saver called Kol Ben Levi. Now listen to this. And for this reason, we have gone down in all of the generations. Why have, why have the Jewish people throughout time, for the last 2,000 years, as we were in Gullis, until very recently, why have we always been downtrodden? Why have we always had trouble with Parnassus, with livelihood? Why have the nations of the world always kept us under their boot? Says the Colbin Levi, there is a spiritual reason for it. When we went down in our trust in Hashem, and our connection to Hashem, we are literally like blind people, in spiritual terms. Anybody who has, has eyes to see and heart to, to feel, we understand that the fact that the Jewish people exist is supernatural. We're only here in this because of HaKadosh Baruch Hu helping us. But because we're used to God's supernatural intervention in our lives, personally and nationally, we're not we're not like amazed by it. We don't think about it. We don't even we don't even consider it. But because we haven't recognized it, because we don't look for Hashem's hand in our lives, this is the most fundamental mistake that we can make. And we've lost our spiritual joy, our spiritual, the, a sense of spiritual wealth. We've gone down and further down. Even though we didn't notice it, if we look at it each day, it's a gradual descent. If we look at our spiritual level and we look at it not just on a day-by-day basis because, you know, like a child grows, you don't notice all of a sudden the kid's big, right? The child is big. But it happened gradually. But it also happens in a negative sense gradually. Buzzik says in Psalm chapter 109, verse 23, it says that I went like the 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 shadows, the shadows. If you flip from the beginning of this video quickly to the end of the video, you'll watch all these shadows right here 
moving slowly as the sun moves. But it's very gradual. If you're just watching it, you don't notice it happening. You have to move it at quick speed. In the middle of the day, at, at noon, so the sun is directly overhead, and the shade is very, very small. As it gets closer to evening, as the sun starts to set, the, the shade gets very long. So to the opposite, when the day begins, so the, the, the shade is very long. As it gets to noon, it gets very short. Did any person ever see, as he's watching it, that the, the shade gets bigger or smaller? It's so gradual, it's not noticeable. The human eye doesn't notice this. So too it is. So what David HaMelech said when he referred to himself, you know, understanding that he's done something wrong, and it crept up gradually on him. So too we, in our level, in our relationship with Hashem, it's crept up gradually on us. We don't notice it from day to day. Only if we look at the the broader picture, if we see time, we look at at, at a greater length of time, we'll see it. He means I've turned away, heaven forbid, from the path of the Torah slowly. I didn't notice it; just happened gradually until all of a sudden. I notice, oh my gosh, if I look over the last five years, last year, whatever, I've fallen. But in, in, if, we, if we look at it in the broader picture, so we see that we were shaken like in a, in a, in a great amount. The word arba, not sure exactly what it means, it probably means like uh, locusts. Like a huge swarm of locusts, they come suddenly, they attack. Yeah. So it's as if I was emptied out of the Torah and the mitzvahs, as if the, the locusts came and devoured everything. All of my Torah, all of my mitzvahs, they came and they devoured it and they come quickly. Ha'amlam says the Kol ben Levi. Also, when it comes to our parnasa, our, our livelihood, we can destroy our own livelihood in this way. The way that a person acts, Hashem interacts with us. As we saw before, from the day that we give ourselves over to, to nature, also gives us over to nature. There's a note here which we'll get back to uh, when we complete this, the Kolben Levi. Remember David, as the words of King David in Tehillim, like we say, we're saying now every day in the Shilamalis, Shem Shem Recha, Shem Tzilcha Yadiminecha, this is the famous idea, we mentioned this, I believe, last week. Hashem is our protector. Hashem is the shade next to our right hand. 
It's certainly true that God is your protector. But the question is, how does He protect you? How does He guard you? Hashem is the shade. Next to your right hand. Just like the shade moves with the person. The shade moves. If you're walking along, if I'm walking along this path behind me, so you'll see the shade moves with me. And wherever uh, wherever a person goes, Hashem's protection goes with him. If you go to the right side, Hashem will also accompany you to the right. If you go to the left side, which is the weaker side, which is the side of our Teva, natural, being involved in natural uh, means, Hashem will also go with us in that way. And the earlier explanations, the Mephoshim explained that when the Pasuk says, our Pasuk, Hashem will be with you, His kindness will be with you, as you hoped to Him. That the kindness of Hashem goes based on how much we have bitachon. Now I'd like to read to you from the notes. tells us as follows. He explains this in his way. He said, listen to this, because this is really mind-blowing. It kind of turns on its head. We think that the regular way of doing things is being involved in ishtadlus, being involved in taking action, putting in efforts. That's the regular way. But he turns this idea on its head and says, Listen, you want to know how to have parnasa? Don't worry about your parnasa. Don't worry about your livelihood, he says. When a person worries about his livelihood, it, it, it creates a constriction of the Shefa, of the divine influx that God wants to send. He says this in, in Parshas Bahar, on the verse, which is talking about Shemitah, which is, as we've learned together, the quintessential representation of the, in the Torah of Bitachon. What will be in the seventh year? I can't plow my field. I can't work my field. Hashem reassures us, don't worry. Don't ask this question. What am I going to eat? I will send out my blessing. I will command my blessing. I'll have enough for the sixth year, the seventh year, the eighth year. This is what the name of the Melech says. In the name of the brother of the well-known Chassid. Here's his, his words. The Torah here is doing something unusual. The way the Torah is to say something, maybe an extra word or an extra language, even an extra letter, and it will actually answer your question before you even ask it. Why does the Torah say, and if you will ask, what will I eat in the seventh year? The Torah should have just said, I'm going to give you my blessing in the sixth year, you'll have enough for six, seven, and eight. And then the person would even ask the question in the first place. 
Why is the Torah? Why is the Torah specifically saying you might ask this question and here's the answer? Why does the Torah say the question? He says something amazing. He says, it, we see from here, we can learn from here, that HaKadosh Baruch, when He created the world, so He made pipes, so to speak. He made uh, channels, better said, through which He sends down His Sheva, His divine influx to the world, to us, to every individual, to, to nations, etc., there's no blocks in these pipes, in these channels. Hashem sends it down, it comes down to us, we receive it. That's the natural order of things. How do we block it? When a person falls down in his level, and he doesn't have bitachon, he doesn't trust that Hashem is going to take care of him. When the person doubts that Hashem, when a person doesn't have bitachon, doesn't have the confidence that Hashem is going to provide for me today, every day, He always does, He always will. That very thought causes the very thing that he fears. It creates a blemish in the upper world, the natural order is that, that there is unceasing flow through all the channels. What stops it? Our lack of belief in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The natural way is to just have me talking, to be confident, like a baby, a child. The, the children, our children are not afraid. They don't, they're not worried about partners and livelihood. They know that the, the, it always comes. Childlike. Innocence, childlike belief, confidence. If we don't have that confidence, if we don't have that belief, heaven forbid, the very fear causes the flow to stop. So Hashem, because we stopped it, Hashem has to reintroduce a new command to bring it back to the way it was before. The Torah is telling us that if you will say, it's going to create a problem. That's what the Torah is teaching us. The Torah is telling us, be complete, be whole in your trust in Hashem. Don't say this, don't say. What are we going to eat in the seventh year? When a person falls from his level of trust in Hashem, and he asks this question, what am I going to eat? That creates a blemish in the flow. And that causes Hashem to be bothered, so to speak, to have to create a new command to, to start the flow again. So what it means is, if you will say, meaning when you say this, it's going to it's going to cause me to have to start the whole thing over. It's saying, don't say this. Trust in Hashem with all of your heart. If you just have bitachin, it will just come. It will just flow. 
The only thing that stops it is lack of bitachon. So it's amazing. It means a natural way. I'm saying it again because it's so important, and I want to repeat it for myself. And I want to, I want to, I want us to think about it over and over again. The natural way that a who created the world is that we have what we need. It's just flowing. The money's coming. The livelihood is there. Everything that we need is available for us. That's the natural order. The only thing that stops it is our lack of bitachon, our lack of belief. One final piece here from Mishnah Sermaran on this Pasuk. When we ask God for kindness, it comes corresponding to how much we hope to Hashem, how much we have confidence that Hashem will give us what we ask for. That's what we say to Him. May your kindness be upon us as we have hope to you. That the hope and the confidence, the belief in the kindness of God, they are the vessel that Hashem measures to bring us that kindness. When this kli is missing or has a blemish, so it will cause that the kindness of Hashem that He wants to bring down, to flow to us, will be missing as well. So it's so important. Our bitachon, our belief, our hoping to Hashem, it opens up everything. It clears all of the possible blocks that could stop the flow from coming down to us. And that's the power of our bitachon. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you again next time.